This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 444. And the quote of the day is, in order to become a great musician, you must learn to listen. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. What's happening? This is Nick Ruffini, and I am back from Europe and here in California, getting ready to move here uh, in the next two weeks. I'll be down in LA, so all my all my West Coast peeps who are in LA, hit me up. Let me know. I would like to get together with some people once I get down there. So I'll be there uh, in about two weeks. Yeah, like mid November, November fourteenth, actually. So exactly uh, two weeks from when I'm recording this. So uh, quickly, I want to let you know that this episode that you're listening to right now is free thanks to the sponsors. And one of the sponsors who has been with us for a very long time is Dream Symbols. And if you have not checked them out yet. I don't know what you're waiting for. They offer amazing sounding cymbals and they offer them at a price that is going to surprise you because they are not going to break the bank and they figured out a way to make great cymbals and not charge you an arm and a leg for them. So do yourself a favor, check them out by going to dreamsymbols.com. So today is a conversation with Kelly Bishop, and Kelly Bishop is a technician at Ultimate Ears. They make in-ear monitors, and the reason why I wanted to have him on the show is I think there's some sort of uh, miscommunication, or not miscommunication, but misunderstandings about in-ear monitors, uh, how they work, what they're, when you should use them, when you shouldn't use them, what models you should buy, because a lot of companies have multiple models, um, you know, different drivers and all that stuff. So we get into all of that and talk about different situations of when you, of, of what models you would use when and things like that. Plus, we're giving away a pair of custom in-ear monitors. It's the UE six pro and they're like six hundred dollars or something like that so we're giving away to a lucky winner so in this episode you will hear how you can enter to win those and you can enter every day and again there'll be more information uh in the episode so check that out and be sure to enter enter multiple times because when else do you get a chance to win a free pair of uh six hundred dollar custom headphones so uh without further ado let's get into it with kelly bishop from ultimate ears Kelly Bishop, how are you? I'm well, Nick. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thanks. Uh, thanks for doing this. I think this is this is important an important conversation to have because you work for Ultimate Ears. You specialize. You guys specialize in in ear monitors, and I think there's a lot of I don't want to I don't know if there's a confusion, but I would say that there is some confusion around in ear monitors, and then also, uh, you know. Once you get into, I remember the first time I ever bought in your monitors, it was pretty overwhelming that I was like, I have no idea what to buy, what's better for what situation. So I want to get into all that and I want to sort of, uh, sort of unpack that a little bit. First, I w- let's just set like a little bit of, of background for you. So you are a technician there at UE. And so tell me exactly like what, what you do throughout your, your day to day. Well, I started out, um, actually volunteering at the NAM show. And uh, got the opportunity to come on as a part-time sales associate um, and, you know, worked around the sales office. Um, and then transitioned to the manufacturing side, which uh, now most of my day is spent um, either detailing monitors, um, detailing either the physical impressions or the uh, digital impressions. Um, and I'll also engrave the monitors with their serial number, cut out the faceplates, 
um, do the quality check for my, my team. Um, and you know, any other miscellaneous stuff that, that comes up, I'd also do fit adjustments, um, and stuff like that, help them walk in customers with, uh, issues. It's also worth noting that you are a drummer. So welcome to the, uh, welcome to the community. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So everyone that's listening, they're like, Oh, okay. I can trust this guy. He's not like a guitar player or something like that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm somebody that, you know, has a little better knowledge on what sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not to put anything against guitarists, but you know, there are some guitar, there are Shane Terrio. If you're listening, there are some guitar (laughs) players that listen, but, uh, so let me ask you this. What, in what situation would I need in-ear monitors? Because people, well, first of all, people are like, well, they just look like headphones to me. So why can't Uh, I just use headphones? Well, my big thing with in-ear monitors is starting with the hearing protection. You know, um, your longevity lies in your ability to not only hear what you're playing, but uh, hear what your band is playing and, and accurately understand, you know, what's going on. Um, so the first issue with not using in-ear monitors or, you know, you have to use either earplugs or you don't use earplugs and you're going to, you know, damage your hearing over time. Um, and that can have adverse effects on your ability to hear things and, and play um, to your full potential. Um, but in-ear monitors also allow you to really kind of sink into what you're playing more and kind of get in the feel of it. Um, i since transitioning my bands to uh, uh, Ultimate Ears, um, I've gotten a few compliments from some of the, the local venues we play and that were much tighter. Um, and my, my guitar players are always happy that they can actually hear themselves because, you know, all the noise on stage, mm-hmm. um, you kind of get lost in, in what you're playing and then it doesn't translate as well uh, to the, the final product. Um, so it's definitely, for me, about hearing protection and about you know, clarity and precision. Um, I feel that, that my in-ear monitors give me the ability to play to my full potential um, as opposed to just kind of uh, blowing my ears out every night and right. wincing through the, through the pain. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we've all been there where you're, you know, some nights you have, you get on stage, you can hear everything, everything's great. And, and you sort of can't play a wrong note, but then you have those other nights where it's just, like the sound is just swirling on stage. You can't hear anything. You can't hear the vocals, the bass players, you know, muddled, the guitar player keeps turning up, whatever the case may be. And it's just like, it's a, it's a poor situation to be in for sure. And then, yeah, especially when you're bouncing between venues too, you know, different sound guys will give you a different mix. Um, right. And that can, that could be better or worse. I definitely find it a lot more beneficial for me to play, in uh, more of a closed loop system like mm-hmm. uh, my, my bands we have everything running through our own mixer i have my own computer uh, we have our own wireless packs so everything is you know set and determined by us right. um that way you know we set the the stage in in the studio when we're practicing when we get on stage at a venue it's pretty much the exact same thing maybe a few minor tweaks but typically it's it's pretty spot on and you know we know what we're going to hear and, and it's consistent and that way we can play really consistently with each other. So talk to me about, talk to me about like how you would set this up if you were a band going, cause you know, normally if you are, if you're, let's say you're not dealing with a sound guy and you're setting up your own sound, you may throw down like a wedge or something like that. So you, you can hear yourself and that's about it. Right. But if you're a band that wants to convert to in-ear monitors, what do you need, right? So every, so walk me through, like walk the audience through that setup if they actually wanted to do that. 
Well, the setup I use currently is um, about the smallest setup that I can get. I, I tend to keep it smaller because I, you know, have to pack my drums in my car as well. Um, and, that, you know, that takes up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. um, currently, I use a Behringer Xair 18 mixer um, and my MacBook Pro. Um, I just hooked that up with a, a USB cable um, and it actually hooks up to Wi-Fi as well. Um, that gives me the ability to, you know, run any backing tracks live. I can send those to the front of house out of the mains. Um, I have six auxiliary outputs, um, five of which I'm using for the in-ears, um, and then an extra one that I, that I typically don't use. But it gives me a lot of flexibility because I can take, you know, my bandmates direct in and then route it to their auxiliary, to their in-ears, um, in whatever mix they want. Um, mm -hmm. That way, you know, if... Uh, my lead guitar player needs more or less of a certain uh, instrument. You know, I can make that change on the fly. Um, and it just kind of, you know, tightens up that, that loop. Um, and it really leaves little room for error because I'm in control of pretty much everything. Exactly. But yeah, pretty much, you know, just you need a mixer, um, some sort of, or some sort of interface. Um, you can use hardwired packs or you can use wireless packs. Um, typically depending upon your budget. Um, I would definitely recommend wireless packs. They are a bit of an investment, but um, you know the freedom to be able to move around is really nice, and you know you don't have to worry about tripping over your cables on stage and, and unplugging something accidentally. Or um, doing so, what I did when the first time I ever used monitors and got up off the drum riser with them still connected. Plugged and just, in? Yeah. Just and right off. Out of your ears. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's not a pleasant experience, but no, it's definitely not. So if the, so, so what's the investment look like? Not mon money or monetary wise, but like, what does everyone in the band need to have? So everyone needs to have their in-ears, they need to have their packs or, you know, if they're going, if they're, uh, if they're going to go wired, they can do that, which is a little bit cheaper. Uh, so can you kind of like walk through that, that setup? Yeah. So we actually offer, um, a DI option. Um, called the Sound Tap, the Ultimate Ears Sound Tap, um, which is basically just a little DI box that gives you gain and volume control. Um, it allows you to connect to speak on connection, uh, quarter inch connection, or XLR connection. So you can take pretty much anything um, that the venue is going to throw at you. You can unplug it, or you can you can actually run out of whatever wedge speaker is on stage and into your Sound Tap if you'd like, or you can negate the wedge completely. Um, so it kind of just replaces that wedge and uh, puts whatever signals going into that into your ears, or you can go with um, the you know higher priced option, which is uh, the wireless packs. Ultimately, the better option um, because they do give you more flexibility and um, they allow you to do some different things. Um, but the sound tap's great for people who are starting out. You know, it's cost effective. Um, it sounds great. It's got a built-in uh, shut off for the volume. So if your volume exceeds a certain limit, um, it'll cut out uh, to save your ears and to save your in-ear monitors. Mm -hmm. But then once the you know it, the volume comes below that threshold, it'll kick back on again. So um, it's not like it's just cutting off completely, but it definitely helps in you know terms of a sound spike or a feedback. Feedback um, yeah. that's just going to absolutely rip your head off. Um, it'll it'll help kind of uh, kill that. The beauty, you know, the beauty of it for people listening, maybe they've never used in-ear monitors before or something like that. Like if you go and you have a sound guy and you can get all of your, you can get all the instruments in there and you may want the bass higher than the guitar or the vocals a little bit louder, whatever the case may be. 
the nice thing about in-ears too, you know, one, you can control everything yourself if you need to. You can be in the middle of a song and you can't hear the bass player and you can turn it up. And the second part is that it's so crystal clear because there's no other interference. You don't have yeah, any. And, and you don't have anything the, else. One of the added benefits is that because it um, gives you 26 decibels of isolation, you're actually reducing the overall volume that you need to uh, put into your ears. Um, that way, you know, you don't have to keep cranking up your in-ear monitors. Um, and I see a lot of like vocalists will take one out. Um, which typically we don't recommend because, you know, what will happen is that ear will start to get a little fatigued um, and then you'll end up cranking up your mix and the other ear to account for that. Um, so we definitely recommend that you keep both in-ear monitors in because you'll achieve the sound isolation and then you can run your mix at a volume that's going to be safe to listen to and, like you said, very, very clear. I never understood the one ear out thing. Like, I think never- it's a comfort thing. You know, you're kind of used to it. And you want to, I I think a lot of people get distracted either with their head voice or if they don't have um, a proper mix, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just kind of a a comfort thing. You know, you take your ear out and uh, you can hear your voice through that, that ear, I suppose. Um, I'm I'm, I'm not really sure. I've always been kind of puzzled by it as well. Um, You know, I figured you keep both of them in because, you know, they're doing a, a very specific job, but you know. Everybody has their their different ways of doing things, I suppose. It's a little weird once in a while. Like, it takes a little bit to get used to when, like, the crowd cheers and you can't really hear them. Yeah, it's it's definitely, um, (laughs) it can be a little odd. Or, like, when somebody's trying to talk to you and uh, (laughs) you don't know what they're saying because you have your inners in. Right. Um, My dad's had that happen a lot. You know, people will come up to him when he's playing um, and they'll, while, while he's playing, and they'll be trying to talk to him and he's, you know, points his ears and he says, you know, I can't, I, I can't sorry. hear you right now. Um, you know, and he, not, not to mention he's kind of in the middle of something. <laughs> right. right. But you'll get people like that, you know, especially at bars or local clubs. They, they just want to have a chat, but in the middle of your, uh, in, you can't, in you can't really hear them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, he's, he's told me I've had it on a number of occasions. I, I was laughing. I think it's pretty funny. <laughs> So talk to me about the difference. Well, let's let me before we get to that point. uh, If I were going to buy in ears right now, how how would you suggest that I find the right ones for me? And how do you like how do you determine which ones you should get? Um, Well, it really comes down to, you know, what you want in terms of sound. Um, We offer many different sound signatures. um, And that's kind of like ice cream. You know, you pick your flavor that you like the most. And some things work different for, you know different people um but typically we have uh, a pretty good idea on what we would recommend to you for your certain position um so if you're just starting out you know you're just getting into in your, uh, in your monitors and regardless of what you play um we have a great model uh base model called the ue5 uh, which is a dual driver um it's got a great sound signature um it's we it's been around pretty much since the start of ultimate ears in 95 um i believe it was uh, either our first or one of our first models um Definitely one of my favorites in terms of sound, um, you know, just for personal listening enjoyment. Um, I actually, when I was explaining it to my dad, that they, they just kind of feel like home, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And he had a really good um, analogy that, you know, pretty much every set of speakers you listen to is a dual driver. Um, and this gives you exactly that in your ears um, with crystal clear sound, uh, great bass response, you know, great headroom. Um, and it, it just a really overall... Uh, you know, 
good sound and for a, a very good entry-level price definitely something that i would recommend to anybody looking to get started in ultimate ears um, or in any ears um, and you really can't go wrong with the ue5 um, the next in our line is the ue6 uh, it's a triple driver hybrid monitor uh, so it features two six millimeter diaphragm speakers and one of our uh, proprietary true tone speakers for their balanced armatures for the high end um, i use the ue6 on stage because i love the low end response it's you know big and deep and rumbly um and it's smooth it's very smooth it's got a nice high fidelity um and and clarity on the top end because of the true tones uh balanced armature and i find that the cymbals are really crispy the attack on the snare is great the attack on the toms is great um and it's just got a really nice full body well-rounded sound um and you know in your in whatever system you're you're choosing to go with uh to deliver that sound, um, you typically have quite a bit of option for EQ or compression, um, which allows you to, to gain further tweaks and, you know, kind of dial in that perfect sound. Um, so that's what I go with on stage is the UE6. Um, we also have uh, what we recommend, and, and the 6 we recommend uh, typically for drummers or bass players, anybody looking for that big low end, um, we're going to recommend the UE6. Um, the UE7 is next in line. Um, that we typically recommend for guitar players or for vocalists. It's got great headroom. It puts out 127 decibels, so it's got it's really loud um, for anybody who needs that. Um, it's a triple driver. Uh, it's got you know it's just it's got a, a bit more top end, so you get the clarity mm -hmm. uh, you know of your vocals or of your guitar or if you're playing keys. Um, so I'm yeah. gonna I'm, I'll play ignorant here. Like when I, you you keep saying drivers, what do you mean by what are drivers? Um, they're just the speakers that we put in the monitors. They're not necessarily speakers. They're balanced armatures. We call them drivers. Um, so it's just you know however many speakers are in the monitor. Uh, so like if it's a triple driver, there'll be three speakers per side mm -hmm. or three balanced armatures per side. There's a lot of techie talk. <laughs> sure. But so, yeah, the seven we typically recommend for guitar players, keyboard players, vocalists, anybody looking for you know a little bit of bite on the top end um, or a little more clarity on the top end to kind of drive that sound for you. Um, we have a great model for drums that's you know, and and the seven as well, um, definitely one of our staples. But our our, our staple for drums is the UE11. Um, it's got four balanced armatures, so it's a four driver model. Uh, it's got a nice big low end, great clarity on on the top. Um, you can really hear, uh, you know, subtle things like ghost notes. Um, it picks up the the uh, brightness of the cymbals really well, the attack on the drums really well, um, and it really, you know, gives a nice punch on your kick drum. So you, it, it's it's very good for you know a drum mix because it provides you a lot of clarity in all the areas that you need. Um, it's also great for bass players because again, you know, it drives home that low end and that really punchy. Uh, deep sound, which you're looking for in, in a in a bass, um, in what a bass player would be looking for. But it also has great clarity on the top end and uh, a lot of headroom. And it's also um, one of our louder models. I can't recall what it puts out. Um, I think it's about 119 decibels. Uh, I may be wrong. It's just though. like insanely um, loud. Yeah, nothing that you'll really need, um, but it's there. And then we are moving on to one of my favorite all-time models. Uh, the Ultimate Ears Reference Remastered. And this model features three um, proprietary true tone balanced armatures. Um, and it's 
it gives a relatively even keel response. Um, I find that it's definitely very true and very accurate. Um, it's my go-to reference when I'm mixing or when I'm listening to a, you know, a new album. Um, I, I recall there was a time where I was hanging Christmas lights for uh, for one of my neighbors, and I had my my reference remastered and and I was listening to an album that I had heard. Uh, you know, it had been out for a couple of years. I heard it a million times. Um, and there was things that started to poke out that I had never noticed before, um, <laughs> putting my reference remastered on. Um, like specifically, there was a chorus section of uh, a song uh, by this band that I really like called Periphery um, that featured an acoustic guitar that I couldn't I I couldn't pick it out in any other set of speakers. But once I threw my reference remastered on it, it you know kind of stuck out a little more to me, and I started to realize all the things that I was missing with. Uh, you know, my car stereo or my speakers right. at home, um, which I always really love. And I'm, I'm more of a flat response guy when I'm listening to music or, you know, mixing. I definitely want that, um, that accuracy and the clarity. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reference remastered is great for anybody who's, you know, doing studio work, doing mixing on the go. You can use them on the airplane or, you know, if you're on a bus on tour. Um, they're a really great, accurate representation of what you're hearing. Um, and then we have... The Ultimate Ears 18 Plus, which uh, I believe we're in our third generation of, um, which features, uh, I believe, two True Tone drivers, um, but it's it's got six balanced armatures per side, um, and it's uh, definitely one of our flagship models. Um, it's it's been marketed towards audiophiles um, and anybody looking for the best in sound. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely. Similar to the reference remastered in its articulation and its clarity, um, but it brings a little more warmth and a little more low end uh, to the party, make it a little more well-rounded sound. And then we have our newest model, the Ultimate Ears Live, which features eight speakers. Um, It's got one diaphragm um, and then seven balanced armatures in a configuration that would absolutely wow you. Um, It's great. It was designed... Uh, for the intent of putting you, like, I would say, in the ensemble, so you feel like you're surrounded by, um, you know, the music that you're listening to, especially mm-hmm. in a live scenario. Um, I, I got the the chance to use them live um, with with my band um, a few months ago, and it was fantastic. They have a great low end, um, and I just felt like I was in the place that I needed to be. Um, I didn't feel like anything was on top of each other. Um, I didn't feel like my mix was over overbearing in my ears. I just, I felt like I was the drummer and I was, you know, in the place that I needed to be, which was a really right. cool experience because it's not something that you often get from in-ear monitors. Um, so to be kind of more in a sound space was something that was, was very new to me, but I, hmm. I very much enjoyed it. Hmm. So uh, essentially it comes down to how, you know, what what uh, overall sound you're looking for, if you want more bass response, if you want more low end, all that sort of stuff, uh, and then also what your budget is, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, then, you know, we can offer many different things um, for your budget. Um, like I said, the Ultimate Ears 5 Pro, if you're just getting into monitors, um, I would definitely personally recommend um, if you're if that's where your budget constraint is. Because, um, I mean, it's, it's going to get you through just about anything you need. Um, and it, I mean, it sounds great. It's it's really a great set of monitors. So talk to me about, and I don't know how how deep you get into this, but 
th- developing a new monitor. Do you know the the process that goes into that? I mean, it seems like a it's I'm, I know that it's a very intricate process. Um, but do you know like some of the steps that that are taken to to actually start to develop a new? Because I always think about like, okay, you, you look at the lineup and there's nine different models or whatever it is. It's like how do they do? De- how do you guys determine? Okay, we need a different model because we're not serving the customer. What are we? You know, what are you hearing from the customer? And then how do you go ahead and actually develop that into a a new product? Well, there's a lot of testing that goes into it. Um, I was lucky enough to be part of the testing for the UE6 and the UE Live, so I get to hear them um, before they were available to the public. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we have we have different engineers that we work with um, when we're looking for for a specific sound. And like you said. Um, There'll be times where we're looking to serve a part of the market that we haven't previously. Um, so we'll do work, most of the work internally um, for for uh, not only sourcing the schematic and, and the parts that we want to use, but um, for the testing as well. Um, like I said, I got to be part of the, the Ultimate Ears 6 and the live testing, which was fantastic. Um, both very great models. Um, so the development, I'm not uh, too involved in. Um, mm-hmm. I'm hoping to get more involved in it as I progress um, with my uh, career here at Ultimate Ears. But um, yeah, you know, we'll we'll drop a schematic and and start to put stuff together and um, see how it sounds, see how it tests, see what people uh, in house think. Um, uh, like I'll take it home and and uh, set up a drum mix, see what it can do um, for me on my end, um, and then we might uh, test it with a few other people. Um, we'll send it out to some some of the uh, people that have been with Ultimate Ears for a while um, and some of the people that we trust um, and just kind of get an idea and get their feedback as to what is lacking, you know, what's too much, what it needs, um, and if it really fits what we're looking to provide to the market. Mm-hmm. And all, I mean, these these things all sound drastically different, wouldn't you say? They do. Uh, it's it's hard to A-B them because, you know, you'll put a set on and it'll sound different from the last set. But once you kind of get into the feel of it, um, they all sound great. You know, it's it's you're, you're definitely not going to lose uh, quality of sound with whatever model you go with. But they're just, you know, subtle tweaks on certain areas of the sound signature based on, you know, what the needs of, of that particular model are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to, I kind of wanted to switch gears a little bit, but something that you said that was really interesting earlier about how you got the gig at Ultimate Ears, where you just started volunteering at NAM. And the reason why I want to talk about this, uh, I know it's not, you know, we're not, we're not talking about in your monitor specifically, but it is, it is relevant to the audience because I get a ton of questions, emails, you know, tweets, whatever it be about sort of getting into the the business side of of drumming like getting a job and you know getting a job for a drum company or a monitor company or something like that uh can can you tell me how you ended up volunteering for them and then ultimately getting a getting a gig with them sure um i actually got the offer through my guitarist's friend's mom uh who is an audiologist <laughs> that uh, has worked with ultimate ears for years providing physical impressions um she initially so just, offered us. Just to just to stop you real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but for anyone listening, if you go to get if you get in your monitors, you have to get impressions made where they fill your ear with what is it foam, I guess. Um, uh, it's a it's a, a silicone uh, substance. 
I'm right. not sure exactly what and the, it's a what weird the is. feeling when you get them. It done. is a but, weird feeling. We do have um, around the country our our 3D digital scanners, um, so that's an option uh, where it's available, and we have those typically at the NAM show. Um, but yeah, most of our business is done through audiologists with uh, physical impressions or um, the the eFit scans we call them. Right. So then they so you get these you get these. Uh, impressions made and then they get sent to UE and then they make your mold so they fit perfectly in your ears. Uh, yeah, so and that's no, that's like, one of the things that I do. Um, we'll take the the physical impressions, um, cut off whatever excess, uh, and then we'll scan them in so they'll be in our uh, digital system and then we'll sculpt them digitally um, in, a, in a 3D space uh, and then send them to our, our big 3D printer. It's crazy. So crazy. Anyway, so go ahead. So you get so tell so the uh, the volunteering. Yeah, so I got um, we initially got uh, offered um, since we were uh, friends of her, um, we got offered a slight discount, you know, for friends and family. Um, but it was still, you know, we're I think I was eighteen at the time, um, and you know, we just didn't have the funds for it, so uh, it wasn't something that was really high on our list of priorities. But then. Luckily, we got offered the volunteering opportunity, um, which we were all, you know, just astounded that we got the opportunity to work um, with a company like Ultimate Ears. I've known Ultimate Ears for um, years and years. I actually was friends with uh, one of our old IT guys before I came on. It was interesting to see him here when I came in for the volunteering. Um, we kind of caught up a little bit, but um, yeah, I got the opportunity. To, to volunteer at the NAM show um, and to learn how to use our 3D scanner. Um, so I got certified in 3D scanning um, and scanned for four days straight at the NAM show. Um, you know, got my first pair of UE11s. And then um, when I was at the NAM show, I, I knew, you know, the opportunity was there and I, I wasn't going to let it slip by. I was going to do everything I could to, to kind of impress these, these people. Um, and luckily I did. Um, they brought me in for a couple projects um and then they hired me part-time and, and then they hired me full-time and then i uh, i got transferred over to the lab here uh just over a year ago um so now i'm in the uh, the manufacturing side nice i think that a lot of times we look at getting into something new or or getting into something that we want to get into and we just think oh uh, we there's you know, there's these, uh, there's these walls that are up and there's, and there's no way, and you got to know somebody or whatever the case may be. But a lot of the times it's like exactly what you did, volunteering your time or any skills. I tell people this all the time, like the skills that you have are transferable. So if you do them in a, in a PR agency, you can do them for, you know, Mapex drums. Mm -hmm. you could, those, those skills are, are transferable. So just a matter, you know, figuring out a way that, that you can go up, maybe even go to a, a company at NAM and say, hey, you know, if you ever need any help, I'm happy to volunteer or or something like that. Now every drum company is going to get hit up at NAM, but yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but I really think it's just, smart. Yeah, it's just know? about, you know, being available, um, showing up is half the battle yep. um, and, and, you know, being excited to, to do, you know, whatever it is um, that they're going to ask you to do, um, you know definitely gonna gonna help you get your foot in the door and for then, sure um you know work hard to impress them after the fact yeah but it's you know a lot about just showing up and, and being there dude that was one of the one of the first things that i did i, I set up the peisty booth at pasic and you know you develop relationships with that i didn't go get a job from any for any of the companies but i ended up 
you know, building a ton of relationships just from that little, that little tiny, uh, you know, foot in the door, that little opportunity. And then you take it and, and sort of network it from there and, and, and build it from there. But you got to, yeah. And you never, you never know who you're going to meet and you know, what no you're going to, what you're going to click on. Um, you know, you could have similar interests in a lot of areas and you just kind of get talking for a while and then, um, yeah, just get the ball rolling. You know, it doesn't, doesn't hurt to try for sure. All right, so let's give away some in-ears. Um, so which ones do you guys want to give away? Uh, we are giving away the UE6 Pro. Perfect. So for the listeners, you can go to drummersresource.com forward slash monitor, M-O-N-I-T-O-R, and it's going to bring you to a landing page, and there's all these options. You put in your name and your email address, but then you can visit the Ultimate Ears Pro website, or you can visit Drummer's Resource, or you can visit a bunch of different sites, and you can do this every day, and every every single thing that you do on this landing page, you get more points. And the more points you get, the better chance you get of winning. So go to drummersresource.com forward slash monitor, M-O-N-I-T-O-R, and you can enter as much as many times as you'd like. And we're going from November 5th until November 30th. That's when you can enter to win these. So drummersresource.com forward slash monitor, and you can win a pair of Ultimate Ears UE6 Pro. You should definitely go do it because they are, uh, they're not cheap. <laughs> so go get yourself a free, a free pair or enter to win a free pair. I should say. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully you get it. Hopefully you get it. I, you know, it's funny. I tested, I tested out the landing page and I entered. I'm like, I, I better not win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought Janine asked if I was going to enter and I was like, what? why would I? You're like, I, I can enter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I could use a spare. <laughs> well, if I but win, now, we're going to, we're going to throw my name back in the hats <laughs> or throw right. the, throw it back in the hat. And I don't, we'll, we'll, you know. we'll, we'll do another drawing. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm, uh, I think I'm, I'm, uh, ineligible to uh to win so uh but kelly man i want to thank you for for one for taking the time to chat two for sort of demystifying monitors because i think there's a lot of like i said i don't know if it's confusion but there's sort of like hesitancy and and a little bit of a little bit of of um of not understanding exactly what to look for in a monitor, how to use them, how they can, how people can switch their band over to using in-ear monitors. So I appreciate all the knowledge as I'm sure the audience does as well. And thanks to UE, thanks to Ultimate Ears for giving away a pair of UE6 Pro. That's awesome. So thank you for, uh, for that as well. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate the ability to come on this podcast and, you know, give the people some more information. Hopefully we'll get, um, you know, more changeover happening from wedge speakers to ultimate ears monitors. I like it. I like it. And you're a drummer. So again, that's right. So you can trust this man. He is a drummer. So, uh, again, Kelly, thank (laughs) you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate your time and, uh, hopefully we'll get to talk soon. I'll see you at NAMM. All right. See you at NAMM, Nick. Thanks for the call. All right. Of course. Thanks. All right. Take care. All right, there you have it. That was Kelly Bishop from Ultimate Ears. I hope you got some value out of that. I hope that sort of cleared up some of the the questions that you may have about about in-ear monitors, about which ones you should use, which ones you shouldn't, which ones are best for you. And also, if you're interested, I don't know who wouldn't be, but if you're if you are interested in winning 
of custom in-ears that we're giving away. Head over to drummersresource.com forward slash monitor, M-O-N-I-T-O-R, and enter to win. You can enter as many times as you like. So check that out. And the contest runs until the end of November. It runs from November 1st to November 30th. So again, drummersresource.com forward slash monitor, M-O-N-I-T-O-R, and I hope you win. Good luck. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.